Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Before we start today, I want to remind you that for just $12, you can feed an entire family who is struggling to get food and water in Somalia. You can provide them a month's worth of food. There has been no rain for four years, and they are in desperate need of food and water. We can join World Concern, which is a Christian humanitarian organization who has been working to help these families. Let's partner with them and see how many families we can help by giving $12. Give today at worldconcern.org KBS. That's worldconcern.org KBS. The link will also be in the episode notes. Today's story is called A Healed Hand but hard heart. This is Solomon part 12 and comes from 1 Kings chapter 13 verses 1 through 10, 33 through 34, and Numbers chapter 8 verses 16 through 19. Today's episode is made possible thanks to the generosity from six-year-old Gunner. He generously gave of his own money from his piggy bank. He said his favorite episodes are the series on Moses. Gunner, thanks for listening and for your generous heart. Now, let's get started. Please make sure to go back and listen to the Solomon episodes you have missed as these build upon themselves. For a quick review, let's remember that because of what Solomon did, the kingdom is now divided. Solomon's son, Rehoboam, we call him Ray for short, Ray is now king over the southern kingdom called Judah while Jeroboam is king of the northern kingdom called Israel. Last week, we left off with King Jeroboam making some bad decisions, deciding to disobey God. We heard he created two golden calves as idols for his kingdom to worship. Let's see what happens next with King Jeroboam. The Lord commanded a man of God from Judah to go to Bethel. He packed up his few items and began his journey just as the Lord commanded him to. Listeners, the Bible doesn't tell us this man's name. He is just known as a man of God. As the man of God drew closer, He came upon a man, but all he could see was his back. He noticed the man stood in front of an altar of stone. Smoke billowed up to the sky in front of the man's face. Ah, Jeroboam, just who the man of God was looking for. Jeroboam had come to the altar to offer a sacrifice. The Lord had commanded the man of God to speak against this altar. So the man of God did as he was supposed to. Be warned! 
He went on to tell of what was to come because of their sin. Everyone there must have stopped what they were doing to turn and listen. What? The man of God gave proof that these things he spoke of, they would happen. This, this is God's sign that this will happen. This altar, he said, motioning to it, will break apart and the ashes on it will fall onto the ground. Well, when King Jeroboam heard all that the man of God said against the altar at Bethel, he seethed with anger. Who does he think he is speaking like that? He thought to himself. Jeroboam stretched out his hand from the altar, yelling, Seize him! With his hand still pointing, the king began to notice something. What is this sensation? He tried to shake his hand. Nothing. Maybe just a wiggle of a finger? Nothing. It wouldn't move. King Jeroboam glanced down at his hand, trying to understand what was happening, and he gasped. Oh, no! His hand, which he stretched out against him, dried up, so that he could not draw it back to himself. It was paralyzed. At the same time, the altar crumbled and cracked, then collapsed to the ground, pouring all of the ashes out from it, according to the sign that the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. King Jeroboam's anger was now replaced with concern. He gulped and said to the man of God, Please, pray to your Lord. Pray to your God and ask him to heal my arm. So the man of God prayed to the Lord, and the king's arm was healed. It became as it was before. Each finger could wiggle. He could lift his arm up and down again. He clapped his hands in delight. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Please. Please come home with me and and eat with me. I will give you a gift. But the man of God answered King Jeroboam, I will not go home with you, even if you gave me half of your kingdom. I will not go. I will not eat or drink anything in this place because the Lord commanded me not to eat and not to drink anything and not to return on the same road by which I came. So he traveled on a different road. He did not return on the same road by which he had come to Bethel. Listeners, did Jeroboam witness a miracle? Yes. Yes. It didn't just happen to someone else, but the miracle actually happened to him. His very own hand was healed when the man of God prayed for it. 
Do you think you would be amazed? Yes. Uh, me too. Do you think you would have ears to hear the Lord after seeing what he did? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I'd ever forget that moment and would believe the Lord even more after it. Let's see if it changed Jeroboam's heart at all. Well, after this thing, Jeroboam did not turn from his evil way. What? I know, I know. Instead, King Jeroboam jumps right back into disobeying. He made priests for the high places again from among all the people. Any who would, he ordained to be priests of the high places. Hey, you. You want to be my new priest? Mmm, I guess, yes. Any experience? Uh, no. No? Sounds good. You're hired as a priest. And you get to be a priest. Oh, yes, and and you get to be a priest, too. (laughs) And this thing became sin to the house of Jeroboam, so as to cut it off and destroy it from the face of the earth. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. Answer out loud. Did Jeroboam turn from his evil ways? No. Correct. At the end, it says he made priests for the high places from among all the people. When I looked up why this was a big deal... Why was it a sin to have people become priests who weren't Levites? Here's what I learned. The Levites, who are they, were descendants from a man named Levi, one of Jacob's sons. Levi's children and their children, and on it goes. Well, they were called the Levites. The Levites were one of the twelve tribes, And here's what's fascinating. Remember last episode, we rewound to Exodus, where the people were wandering in the desert, getting impatient with Moses. And they, too, had something made out of gold into the shape of what? Calf. Bingo bongo. They then began worshiping that instead of God. But guess who did not participate in that? The Levites. So God said this about them in the book of Numbers. For they are wholly given to me among the people of Israel. And I have taken the Levites instead of all the firstborn among the people of Israel. And I have given the Levites as a gift to Aaron and his sons from among the people of Israel to do the service 
for the people of Israel at the tent of meeting, and to make atonement for the people of Israel. You see, the Levites were set apart as those who would serve God by being priests. They were given this very special job, and that's why it's a big deal when Jeroboam just starts saying anyone can become a priest. Yet again, he is going against God's order, his design. Now, tell me what happened to Jeroboam's hand. It was messed up. Yes. But did it stay that way? No. Once he asked the man of God to pray for him, he did. And it was healed. I was surprised that when this miracle happened, Jeroboam didn't change. I also thought it loving of the man of God to pray for Jeroboam. He didn't have to pray for him, and if anything, Jeroboam seems like the bad guy. It's kind of hard to pray for the bad guy, right? But still, the man of God prayed for him. This week, let's think about someone who may have a hard heart and isn't following God. With your parents or grandparents, pray for that person you have in mind. Pray that their hearts would be changed and they would love God, that they would count their blessings and realize these come from God. And maybe, unlike Jeroboam, they will change. Well, that is it for our story today. Thank you so much for joining us. A quick reminder that if you would like to search the episodes by scripture or topic, simply go to kbspodcast.com, click podcast, and you'll see the magnifying glass to search this information. Thanks again. And as always, bye for now.